0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jay Lynn Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, we'd been talking about fire evacuation plans at the house after that last interview that uh, that we had, and I was talking about having rope ladders and, uh, at the house and your bedrooms and that sort of stuff, and um, one of my listeners texted in and said, you know what, um, Jay, listen to this, said uh, we've had... We've had uh, three different two-story homes over 30 years. I've always had at least one rope ladder under the bed, never had to use it, better safe than sorry, and went on to say our teenage daughter had one under hers, and once when she was grounded, we discovered she had a uh, function tested it. It worked very well, apparently. Ah, kids, eh? Uh, well, you know what? A lot of us grew up watching the Brady Bunch. You remember the uh, the lovely lady with three daughters and then the dad with three of his own, the group that formed a family and seemingly lived happily ever after. Well, for those of you with blended families, you know there's a lot of challenges that come with them. And in her new book, Blissfully Blended Families, bull hmm, or bs <laughs> the uncomfortable truth of blending families rebecca eckler tackles those challenges head on rebecca welcome to the show and congratulations on the book well thank you thank you so much for having me you know what it's uh it's interesting because i i come from a, a divorced family my my parents divorced when i was uh, 15 years old um i am uh i i have a blended family now i've got two boys from you know from my from my husband and uh, yeah there's there's a lot of um what do you want to call them uh uncomfortable truth. A, a lot of uncomfortable <laughs> first so you know what let's start with this why did you write the book rebecca um well there was two reasons i really wrote it first of
1: all um i was in a blended family my partner had two kids i had a daughter and then together we had a child um so there was four children um and I realized that, um, you know, we were very blissful for the first two years. And then after that, something turned. And so there was nothing out there on what happens after you blend. There's a lot out there on, you know, tips before blending and what you should, you know, what you should talk about. But there was nothing out there on what happens after you blend mm. and all the BS that <laughs> pops up. And the second reason is because. The stats show that by 2020, which is next year, that there are going to be more blended families than traditional ones. Um, Purely based, you know, if you, you know, know, just think about it, if you're in your late 30s or 40s or 50s and you get divorced, well, the person you're going to be dating most likely is going to have children and you're going to have children. Um, And no one has openly talked about how hard blending families is. I don't think people. Um, I think there's. I, I just don't think people like to admit out loud how hard it is. And it was only when I talked to girlfriends who were also in blended families, um, or had been in blended families, and I brought up issues, that they would. Then my friends would be like, "Oh yeah, we went through that.
0: Oh yeah, that's
1: that's totally normal." I'm like, why didn't anyone
0: speak up? So <laughs> I decided to speak up. <laughs> and here we are. And you know what, Rebecca, you nailed it. Openly talked about it because, you know what, I think I think we're um, afraid, you know, when we do bring it up, maybe with our friends and that sort of stuff or people who, you know, haven't been divorced or haven't gone through this, I think we're a little bit afraid of being judged um, with sometimes, you know, telling the truth of, of how difficult it truly can be and so i think that this is a really great uh first step shining some light on it saying okay you know what this is this is real life and you might think it's all sunshine and lollipops or you go into it thinking it's going to be sunshine and lollipops and you go oh my gosh you know this and, is yeah. this is crap and at
1: times for, it's also you know i was thinking about you know i wanted my parents to know what what it was like because in my parents generation they barely understood divorce let alone blending families um you know, it's true um so you know and it makes you feel clueless sometimes when you're in a blended family like even the question how many kids do you have yeah well i had two bio kids and i had two what i call bonus children And whenever someone would ask me, how many kids do you have? I was like, do I say four? Do Mm -hmm. I say two? And like traditional families do not have a problem answering that question. (laughs) Um, But either way, I felt like a bit of a liar. Um, So, and uh, you know, do do the grant, you know, I have one chapter on how uh, my now ex mother in law um, actually said out loud, she said, you know, the love isn't the same. Mm -hmm. And even though these two children came out of me, she, admitted out loud that she the love that she had for her bio grandson was different than the love she had for my daughter yeah quite frankly she had known two years (laughs) you know longer (laughs) and that's the other thing about blended families like you come in you've known your children first sometimes for you you know I knew my daughter first you know nine years before um uh, I met the, the, you know my now ex partner. We did unblend, which is um, also part of the book. Um, and unblending is you know is uh, even worse than just a regular divorce because you lose so many people. Like I didn't just lose my partner; I lost his children as yeah. well. Because when they packed up to leave, I didn't get to say goodbye to them because he packed them up. So it's so weird, just like knowing there were two young out adults out there who are siblings to my son but I don't really have a relationship with them and neither does my daughter yeah. who shares a brother with them.
0: Yeah Rebecca so much to unpack here so that's, <laughs> you know what what was you know going into it you know your biggest surprise about blending and then your biggest surprise about unblending.
1: I think my biggest surprise about blending is how clueless i was i had no idea what would pop up um basically because we didn't really talk about anything i'm not the type of person who likes to discipline other people's children and that could just be on a field trip too right i just i'm not that kind of person So there was a lot of kind of tattletaling like my partner's children would go to him if they had a problem my daughter would come to me if I had a problem and you know it was like a broken telephone sometimes (laughs) um and then unblending it was almost insane because you know he moved into my house with a fully furnished with all his furnishings and so we were together for seven years so after that you know it, it became well who bought the microwave? I don't really remember. And you actually, I had a perfectly good mattress, but you needed a different one for your back. So we had to get rid of it. So whose mattress is it? Yeah. Uh, You know, um, yeah, but I learned a lot. I mean, I learned basically that you have to have a very, very big heart and, um, Uh, not be selfish at all and not to I had to lower my expectations in a lot of instances I had to be the bigger person in a lot of instances it was a lot of learning for me
0: what did you learn about um, you one of the things that I've you know had to to learn about and a lot of us of course do is dealing with the exes that's the
1: other thing oh boy Um, some some people I was kind of lucky because I actually did make an initial phone call to my partner's wife, inter, you know, introducing myself, telling her, asking her, inviting her to come over to see where her children would be 50% of the time. She was completely indifferent to it. Um, and I think I lucked out sort of because a lot of the people I talk to who, uh, you know, the exes, they're still tied to you, right? And yeah. actually, in my instance, too, like I wanted my daughter... To go to the same i wanted my partner's daughters to go to the same overnight camp for example Mm -hmm. as my daughter but uh my partner's ex didn't want their daughters going to the same camp so basically you know my daughter and his daughters never spent a summer together so yeah you are still tied to that person's ex in, in, in in a lot of ways were you
0: surprised about you know about how tied you were
1: um I, like I said, I think I was pretty lucky, you know, they had a, I, I was surprised about how loyal they were to their mother. Not that it should have been a surprise, mm-hmm. it was just not, like I have one example where I went prom dress shopping with one of my bonus daughters and I thought it would be a great afternoon and we're going to get along and it's a bonding moment. And she was in the change room for a long time. And I put this in the book. And, you know, women in change rooms always take a long time. But she was <laughs> taking an extra long time. And it turned out that she was sending uh, selfies mm-hmm. yep. of the dresses to her mother. So her mother really did have the final say. day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, there were some instances where it, it was awkward for the bonus daughters, like prom night picture taking, which has become so huge. Um, I was kind of disinvited at the last hour because it made uh, my bonus daughter uncomfortable. Mm. And quite frankly, I never liked it when my daughter's father and my partner were ever in the same room. I know people talk a lot about, you know, positive co-parenting and, you know, I get together with my ex and, and my new partner for dinner every Sunday night. Like 98% of the time, that is not reality You know, we hear celebrities do it, but yeah. it's not the reality. Yeah. So I was always awkward when my past life met my present life. Mm. Um, And I was very loyal still to my daughter's father, which in looking back now, it might have undermined my relationship with my partner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's it's such an interesting topic because, you know, there's so many ways you can blend it and there's so many people that need to get along so many variations of people who need to get along to make yeah. splendid splendid um <laughs> like even down to you know who is buying the plane ticket for our son so you know when it comes to money like Okay, you you have to pay for your two daughters' plane ticket. I only have to pay for my daughter's plane ticket. And what why are we splitting our son's plane ticket? Or, yeah,
0: know. yeah. You know, it's funny. I I remember you know when I when I met uh, my now husband and and the boys and I haven't gone through it with my. With my parents, there were some rules that I had, you know, put in place, like no sleepovers, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like, the, you're always home, you know, in the morning for, for the for the kids. But I had this this great plan in my mind that I would have a good relationship with his ex-wife, because you know what? That's what my parents eventually went on to do, right? Christmas Eve, we still are all together. And I learned very, very quickly that that wasn't going to happen for a number of different reasons. and And, you know, there's There's so many ways, as you said, there's so many ways of of handling it and dealing with it. I mean, at the end of it all, it's not necessarily an advice book. It's a truth about your story and what happened. Um, But what is it at the end? Do you you have some advice for folks going into it? Like, you know, you talked about not talking about things beforehand, about discipline and about money. And that is a huge thing that I think people um, need to talk about going into it. And then afterwards, when you're dealing with it, what do you wish people would do? Um, Well,
1: definitely looking back, I mean, when you're in love with someone, no matter what age, you have these love goggles on. So Mm -hmm. you're just like, oh, everything's going to work out fine. You know, we love each other. Well, love in a blended family, I will say, is not uh, unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to be a very special person, like I said, a very big heart to welcome and love other people's children. Um, do Do I think that's, possible definitely for some looking back was i maybe i think the number one takeaway to your question is don't rush it we definitely rushed it um we had my son because i was nearing 40 and i was i call him my midlife crisis baby but um you know i just wanted a you know i wanted another baby i was nearing 40 so we really rushed everything so i was definitely possessed talk everything through every possible scenario that can, that can happen and don't rush and i think and when you think about it and try to make the the your bonus kids who stay with you 50% of the time as you know make a welcoming home as possible because when you think about it my now ex and his children moved into my house, so they didn't, unlike my daughter who had a room and had another playroom, they didn't even get to pick their room. They mm-hmm. just bought the room that was empty yeah. because
0: that's all there was. Uh, You know, Um, Rebecca, I love your honesty. (laughs) I love your honesty in this book and you put it all out there again. It's blissfully blended BS, Uh, The Uncomfortable Truth of Blending Families. I love your honesty and, you know, the kind of the, uh, you know, truth puking can be good at times. One of the things, you know, are you you worried at all about any any blowback from your now, I guess, ex-bonus kids or anything like that? (laughs)
1: Um, you know what, as I say, this is my, my truth, um, backed up, uh, you know, candidly by many, many emails, like thank you iCloud, right, but like, (laughs) like many, many emails, many, many texts, I'm not saying, um, you know, like I had pretty good stepchildren, um, so, you know, I'm not bashing them. And quite frankly, I come across as a bit of an a-hole myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm jealous. I get jealous. I got resentful. I was unreasonable at times, you know, because yep. I felt I held grudges. I don't come across looking all that great either. So, <laughs> uh, um, you know, and also they know what I did for it. It's not like they didn't yep. know that I write personal journalism. So <laughs> I, in my head, and I do say this to be, perfectly candid about blended families i had to write it as if yeah. no one was going to read it and that's how i wrote it that <laughs> no one in my blended family is going to read it are they going to talk to me afterwards i would say it's a slim chance <laughs> 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 to be honest but you know what they're not talking to me you know they weren't anyway. talking to me after yeah. anyway so i mean hopefully you know i you know what i missed the most is is my bonus children and just you know knowing what's going on in their lives because after a breakup, you know you're so concerned about just like getting back on your feet yourself and your, your own emotional and your own child's well-being that it, it took me about six months after we broke up to realize, oh my god, I don't even know you know what they're up to and what job they have now or where they're going to school and I really actually miss them. Um, you know, like I said I had closure with my ex, but I didn't have closure with, with my bonus kids, children yeah. and that that's very sad um to me, but I think that might change.
0: Okay. I was going to um, ask you are you hopeful or do you do you, do you plan on maybe trying to I can...
1: I, I yeah, no, you, you know I send them the odd text, you know, you know, congratulations on your new job, but one of the people I interviewed uh in the book was a friend of mine and it took her uh Bonus her ex bonus child six years to come to her yeah but it did happen mm-hmm. um so you know I think mostly it's not that they don't like me or hate me or anything like that I just mostly think I'm out of sight out of mind yeah. um, because they're at that age of you know they're in university and they're they have part time jobs and, and yeah. or jobs for the summer
0: um, yeah, you know it's interesting my 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 stepdad's got kids and I don't even think I've met a couple of them. <laughs>
1: I've heard that a lot, too, because also, you know, the age is yeah. different. So when I had my son, my daughter was out turning 10, and my partner's child at that time, she was 14. There was such a big age difference. Yeah. So yeah. in many blended families, you don't know, live together. And um, certainly, you know, people ask me the question, you know, would you blend again? And the truth is, yes, I would, but not before talking about every single little yeah. detail that
0: could pop up, and I think that that is, you know, one of the big takeaways in this one, uh, Rebecca. Thank you for putting it out there. Thank you for being honest, uh, brutally honest. At times, it's you know, it's it can be tough to read. It can be somewhat awkward because you're like, oh my gosh, did that just. <laughs> but there are some funny. There but are there are some, some like, funny things funny in there too, right? <laughs> um, but uh, are. you know, you're keeping yes. it real and you're putting it out there. And again, I think a lot of us, you know, go on as you mentioned with those love goggles, and, and this one is just uh, is uh, is the real honest rawness of it. Again, the book is called Blissfully Blended BS, The Uncomfortable Truth About Blending Families. Doing well on uh, on the book charts right now. Rebecca, congratulations, and thanks for joining yes. us this afternoon. Thank you so much. All right. Take you. care again, and uh, you can check out more of uh, Rebecca's work as well at SavvyMom.ca. Again, it's Rebecca Eckler. How did you guys do it in your world? If you have a blended family, I'm getting texts coming in at 6363. Would love to know how you managed through, how did you make the blend work? Some of your texts coming in, Marfus, good afternoon, Jay. Uh, I have a blended family as well. My wife had three girls when we got together and we adopted my son as a baby. We were a foster family for over 10 years, so there was major amount of blending, especially with special needs kids. Uh, it sounds like it's working for you, Marfus. You're doing it right. Uh, this one, a lady in my Toastmasters Club calls her blended son her bonus son too, not her stepson. And out uh, of Smoky Lake says, you know, all I hear from this guest is me, my, I, hardly any wheeze. If you want someone like stepchildren to accept you, You need to do things for them not for me or i and then this one says generally speaking the bonus children don't make an effort you are not their mom you are their dad's wife at least that's how i've always been treated Uh, i've been lucky it's uh it's uh, completely different in my world with uh with my boys but again yeah trying to find the right wording um you know i call them my boys they're my stepkids. it is a real challenge but uh keep up the good fight folks (laughs) and trying to make it work because uh in the end when it does work it's pretty awesome